0: Hello, welcome to Braveful, a podcast with and for achieving women. I'm your host, Amy Zeigert. I'm so excited to share with you stories of women who are brave and gutsy. This show is a weekly view into the hearts and minds of what has enabled these fabulous ladies to take a leap and go forward with bold ideas. So join me in an opportunity to listen, learn and lean in Braveful style. Hello, hello. Thank you so much for joining me. Amy Zeigert, your host of Braveful, a podcast for achieving women today. I have a cup of tea in my hand and I'm getting ready to talk to my dear friend Janet Stiller, CEO and founder of Lucidia IT. The title for today's podcast comes straight from Janet. Put your blinders on and focus. And there's a couple things that I've learned from this conversation with Janet is when you do focus, you can go anywhere. That's one. Number two, when you allow yourself to be lifted up by others, you can go as far as you want to go. And when you actively engage in working with organizations, and we specifically talk about women's organizations, um, because the power of women coming together, I think is underestimated by a lot of women, can really catapult you into great success. And so as you listen to this, my takeaway is put your blinders on, focus, and join a women's group. Join a group of people that can lift you up and make you all that you are meant to be in this world. And the sky's the limit. Go get a seat at the table. Sit down. Don't get up until you want to leave. That's my advice. So join me with Janet and uh, grab your favorite beverage while you listen. Thank you, everybody, for joining me today. Today, I am thrilled to have my first guest, Janet Stiller, who is CEO and founder of Lucidia IT. Janet, thank you very much for being here. Thank you. What an honor. No well, thanks. So I guess first and foremost, and, and I have said this to you many times, that I, I am in awe of the greatness that you've been able to achieve since you left an extremely successful career. You kind of blew it out of the park year after year for several, several years. So what was your tipping point that said, you know what, I got this. I can create this multi million dollar business based upon what I know. So what kind of, you know, as they say, what got your brave girl pants on and got you going?
1: Well, first of all, I guess I approached every job that I've ever had. I approached it as if it were my own. So it's always been my business. It was just supported by the back office or the, all the attributes of that organization. At some point, I just knew I wanted to do something on my own, or I wanted to actually run and own a business. And you're right, I was completely content and fat and happy sitting right where I was with my former position And there was just a a couple of things that happened that kind of were the kick in the pants that I kind of needed that little push to say, let's go do this. And maybe I'm just cocky enough that I thought, well, (laughs) (laughs) let's try this. What do we have to lose? We can go and try this, see if we can make it happen. And if it doesn't, then you know what? We... Pack it up and say, we gave it a good shot.
0: So what obstacles did you overcome to get to this point? I think we should state that you never got alone. You utilized your own resources, both human resources, as well as your own business instincts in order to kick Lucidia off. So I think that, in my opinion, is very unique. But aside from taking those personal risks, What were some of the blockers that were in your way and you just said, get out of my way, I'm going to do this? Uh, There are quite a few. (laughs) Um,
1: (laughs) Well, I I don't want to get into all the nitty gritty of it, but initially a few of the team members were sued and I just at some point went back to them and negotiated a means that was fair and amicable for both sides.
0: What a risk. I mean, that's a huge risk. You are one of the best negotiators I know. And that is just, you know, not to be a sexist here, but that's a ballsy move. I'd say you knocked that right out of the park. You know what
1: I I learned a long time ago, I was a single parent and had two young children. And I knew that if I didn't ask Or take care of myself that no one else was going to. So I have nothing to lose sticking my neck out there and seeing what we can do and what we could ask for, and being fair, what was reasonable. And the circumstances that got us to that point, I thought were unfair. And I wasn't about to just walk away. I think actually when it comes to lawyers, I think it's more about a scare tactic. It's it's threatening. It's who has the deepest pockets. I just, you know what? You got to try. You have to try. You only go around this merry-go-round once. And I just felt like we needed to stand up for ourselves. And fortunately, it worked out for us. We settled almost immediately. That was the first hurdle. The second hurdle was probably more financial. I mean, I didn't take a paycheck for the first six, seven months. And even then it was minuscule to what I had been accustomed to making, which was scary. I mean, you go from not worrying about if I need, if I could afford to go to out to dinner to like, I've got to be very, very cost conscious. And, um, So I think financial was the next thing that it was, that was a big deal. And then just, I think you have to have that entrepreneurial spirit. It's okay not having all the parts and pieces together, but to have that. And I, the other thing too, which was in every part of my life, there has always been folks around me. I am surrounded by Awesome people, both women and men, that have supported me from the get-go in whatever stage or work scenario or family. I've always had a great members or resources around me, which I am feel very blessed and fortunate
0: for. Yeah, I would agree. You have a a, a great team, and you know, within that first year what are some of the really great things that happened that really catapulted you and the team to the success that you're experiencing today?
1: Well, the team, we have a great team, great people around. I think in a team, I mean, I have things that I'm really good at and we have other team members that they're really good at. And I think that you surround yourself by folks that are, that bring you up, that support you, that you can excel in your area and let them excel in another area. I think that was kind of, that was another thing that I've learned about all of this is that being able to not be a control freak and to kind of let people (laughs) do their thing and trust that they will do their thing, whatever that is, because there's just no way that you could do this all on your own. There's just no way. To the size that we've become, you, you can't do
0: it all. And you're really focused on the engineering side, which is what the world needs today. They don't need a bunch of salespeople such as you and I. They need, need it to be backed by engineering capabilities. Because you also have extremely strong salespeople. But to have the engineers to back, back them up, That's not easy to do today. So I would assume that's gotta be part of that team's success. Absolutely.
1: We have excellent engineers and we rely on them and, and they're hard to find. Actually, hiring and finding good people are very hard. And culture, culture is probably first though, to make sure that they fit the culture within the organization. But yeah, engineering led. We uh, are very blessed to have some really talented engineers supporting the team.
0: Yes, you do. Yeah. So other than your team, what are some other aspects of your business that keeps you going? You're going at mock speed and you're able to achieve success that not a lot of you know, companies that are five years and younger have been able to do.
1: You know, um, I used to say, just put your blinders on and focus. I think goals are really important.
0: To even go, I mean, not only are you leading a business, but as you said, culture is a big piece of that. But I also think that you are becoming a name inside of the IT community and also the communities in which you live in. Lucidia has been giving back since the day you started. So you give back to the community which I think is absolutely critical for success. But then when I look at your partner base, you have 36 partners that you work with. Tell me a little bit about creating that partner culture and how has working with others provided success? We really
1: strive to form partnerships with our customers. And just like those partnerships with our customers, we strive to form those same partnerships with our manufacturers, And partners. So I think it's really important to be engaged with them, to know them, to spend time with them, to understand their business, both from the manufacturer side and the customer side. The more that you are able to dig in and really understand where their challenges are, and I'm speaking from the customer, and then understand the manufacturer and what they can do, the more relevant you are to your customer. You don't get that unless you like jump in with them and spend some time. We have a great culture. It's really important because uh, one bad employee can be that little bit of cancer that just is not good for an organization. So the culture and building, when we go and do our give back campaigns, we ask our partners to join with us and honestly every one of them have just raved and said what a what a great day what a great event whatever it was that they want to continue that and so it's just been a lot of fun and I I I love that part of that culture the the give back piece
0: I would assume that you built Lucidia And you added in all those great things that you didn't have from your previous positions. Um, And you've really turned it into what makes you feel good in getting up every day, doing your job.
1: Uh, That's interesting. Whenever we're making decisions, I always try to remember how I felt when an organization made a decision that I didn't necessarily agree with. And sometimes on this side of the fence, I get why they made those decisions, but I really try to move forward and remember how I felt as an employee, what I liked and disliked. I can say we did not reduce staff, reduce folks' salaries at all during this pandemic. And in fact, we've recently just grown our team but I just felt like it was, we were in this together. We talked about how we could be creative in pivoting the way that we do our business at the beginning of the pandemic or before the pandemic. And now after the pandemic, we were just very, I felt very blessed and fortunate that we didn't have any kind of reduction whatsoever. But it was, that, it's scary. It was scary to, you know, at the beginning of that of the pandemic to kind of know what we were going to do there. But I guess back to the question though, I just try to remember what I felt like when decisions were made and try to make sure that I I may not be able to do that always, but I, I just feel it's really important.
0: That's very true. I, I think, You're taking the best and the worst and trying to make a culture that can survive everything. Just kind of to your point, when you have the pandemic, it's got to be tough. But I also have to admire you because again, you know, I've known you for 20 plus years and to see the journey that you are taking and to watch it unfold into such success, kudos to you. Because the other area that I think had to be daunting, just absolutely daunting, is looking at the various certifications that you have i mean you know office of minority and women business development you know we bank nabo what are some of the gifts that you have received um, from a business perspective by actually taking that leap and joining these organizations
1: oh my gosh awesome awesome engagements Really, I didn't even understand at the beginning what they could actually mean and do for us. By chance, I in one of our startup meetings, I sat next to this gal and we started a conversation. And then ultimately, we were moving into our first office space downtown and and she was right there. And lo and behold, she's now our... She started an HR company and we've outsourced all of our HR to her. And she has a wealth of information around not only HR, but mergers and acquisitions. And has become, quite honestly, a really good friend. And in the same aspect, NABO has been outstanding. I have met so many wonderful, encouraging women that have been there to support, provide information, it's just been wonderful, our attorney is from Nabo, and I feel blessed that we met her and I, I speak to her daily, it seems like managing contracts and negotiating various things and then um you know just financing financing was kind of a struggle we did we we were self self funded but then there was also the fact that we needed to work with our distribution to get funding that was able to support any orders that we were bringing in. It was kind of interesting. On a side note, my partner had started a little business prior to, to us forming Lucidia and he, he immediately got some funding and so on and so forth. I went out and started Lucidia and basically got near zero credit which truth be known my credit score was much higher and i was just like what gives and i think that that's kind of that whole i hate to say it but being a woman just it was not was a detriment in in getting my initial credit yeah it was really eye opening
0: that's shocking that in the year 20 20- what 2018 when when you started this journey? Was it 2018? Yeah, 2018, 2018. Yeah. That you had an issue with that.
1: Yeah, it was very frustrating. Very frustrating. But we worked through it and we've got very ample credit lines now and it's good. Um, but it was just eye-opening to watch him open something six months prior and Me knowing the variables between us, and we were mistreated. I guess is what I would say. So anyway, but it's it's better now, and it's good. But I will say, Navo, WeBank, they have all been amazingly supportive, and just the camaraderie and the other people out there that they may not be doing the same business that you're doing, but they run across the same struggles. And it's just a really good group to um, really support the business. And there were many a days in that first year that I was like, what the hell have I done? <laughs> <laughs> uh, and I was just like, just keep going. Keep your blinders on. Just keep going. There's a light at the end of the tunnel. And we did $4 million the first year and were cash flow positive And it was good.
0: That is awesome. Well, you were even nominated for Tech Points, what? Startup of the Year. Startup of the Year, which again, unbelievable that you were able to do that. Um, and you're now sitting on the NABO board, correct? National Association of Women Business Owners. Yes,
1: I am sitting on that board. It's fun, and it's. I just think it's another way to give back to the community and to support other women that are starting their businesses. And I can't say enough about that organization. They're just um, good people, good organization, just just really helpful for anyone that's wanting to start a business.
0: See, that's awesome. And on a personal note, you happen to have two daughters. What do you think they think of your success?
1: Oh, they. I know that they're, they're very happy and proud. I hope that they gain encouragement and know that I support them. And I think that, uh, well, you know what, Maddie says it
0: best. Go mom. (laughs) That sounds like something Maddie would say. (laughs) He's all about it. Oh, so so I guess if you had to give advice to your younger self, because think about it. You started back the same, really the same place I started, you know, working back in the back in the old telephone days. God, we're dating ourselves. Mm -hmm. But if you took that young woman, what would you tell her today that would lead you straight to here?
1: I'm all I think that when I was younger, I didn't take I didn't stand up for myself. I would have been not seated at the table, but standing in the background and I would have told myself to scoot up to that table and to not be afraid to ask questions. Just put myself out there. I, it's not that I didn't do that, but I think there were occasions that I that I could have been more so. Right. I wouldn't change anything because if I had, it probably wouldn't have led me to where I'm at. We second guess, and, and I'm speaking in general for women. I think we second guess ourselves. We don't put ourselves in the forefront to actively be engaged in making some decisions sometimes. And I think that's wrong. I think we should absolutely, our voice is just as important. Our thoughts should be right there at the table. And the only way that we can do that is by being at the table. So I would just encourage them to get out there and
0: do it, try it, Spot on. I, I think that's great. Well, so, you know, whenever I hear get a seat at, at the table or lean in, um, it makes me think of Cheryl Sandberg's book. Is there a book that you have relied on as, as you've gone through this next journey in your career?
1: Oh, you know what? I listened to so many books, especially right as I was getting ready to start this. And it's, um, you know him, Simon. Simon Sinek. Yes, and I can't think of the name of it.
0: Is it Ask Why? No, it's his other That's Yeah, that's one of my favorites. Yeah, that, that
1: one is really good. But I, I just think he has some really good thoughts around leadership and um, that whole journey. I just, I just thought it was an impeccable book. Eat Last? Yes, that's it. Yeah, that's the book, it. Eat Last.
0: Yeah. I yeah, that's...
1: loved that book.
0: To me, that, that talks about selfless leadership. Yeah, and I think that's what you are doing with your culture inside of your organization is you're demonstrating that eating last is the culture that you want to be leading, which I think is gonna help catapult you, continue to catapult you forward personally. I mean, and that's also the type of person that you've always been. So I guess looking forward what are some of your plans that you have for Lucidia?
1: Oh, well, we recently, I don't even think I've told you this, started another company, sister company called Lucidia IT Federal. We have a gentleman starting with us that's going to lead the federal side of the business to go after that. And what else? And just to expand and grow beyond our boundaries. I mean, today, We're doing business even globally, but I'd really like to spread more so in the Midwest. I'm just excited about where it is today and where it's it's going.
0: That is awesome. Absolutely awesome. So currently today, how many employees do you have?
1: We have uh, 15 employees, 50% sales, 50% engineering. You know, I don't know... I would say we have at least 50% women and we may have more women than we do men.
0: Not sure about that. Yeah, anything over, quite honestly, anything. The, I think the industry average inside of IT is only 27%. So anything over that, you're doing great.
1: <laughs> we have quite a few women on the team and I'm really excited about that. And they're all just talented little go-getters and I love that.
0: Well, and I think women tend to be able To do everything, you know, we're so used to being the mom in the room, whether you're a mom or not. I think that is a kind of an instinct that we all have. That whole nurture versus nature. Do you think you you kind of lead your team in a mom sort of way, or are you just a get her done regardless? I probably
1: um, sometimes I'm a mama bear, so I'm probably a little bit more of a the nurturer. Defender that comes in play. I just feel like if you um, if you build that team and you take care of the team the way you would want to be treated, that just bubbles up in the entire organization. and uh, I think in the long run will
0: do us very well. So if I were if I were a prospect or a potential customer, what's your 30 second elevator pitch for me for Lucidia? I know why. I would want to do business with you and the team. But what's your 30-second, not to put you on the spot, Jan. You put me on the spot.
1: Lucidia IT is an engineering-led organization that focuses on our customers by understanding their challenges, their strengths, and their future goals. We provide IT architecture with both design and procurement of the solution, the implementation, and the support of that solution. We focus on IT infrastructure and cloud solutions. And our goal is to become a partner to our customers organization for many, many years to come.
0: I'm just, again, I keep going back to the leap that you took, you know, and again, you you got the big girl panties on and you just said, this is what I'm gonna do. And, you know, kind of back to your point, put the blinders on, focus and move forward and quit looking at the shiny objects that keep getting in your way in order for you to be successful. I
1: think many people can like start to listen
0: to the noise. And I would think the noise is is what's telling you, you can't do this. You can't do this. Oh,
1: absolutely. I'm sure many people are like, what the heck is she doing? Why is she? That's the long, you know, just all kinds of naysayers. I just think you have to be focused and you have to Stop listening to the noise, believe in who you are, and set the goals and move forward. If you make mistakes, correct the mistakes. If you fail, learn from it, move on. If I were to have listened to everyone throughout my entire life of all the things that I shouldn't do or should have done, it would have been you
0: probably never would have got this no, far. No, you,
1: you got to do, you got to listen and believe to your in yourself and kind of just just let everything
0: else roll off your back. Well, I, I, I definitely think your quote, put your blinders on and focus is the perfect quote for what you, you did and look what you've achieved. And then real quick, people are going to ask Lucidia IT, where did she come up with that name? And I... I love the fact that you, you put so much heart and soul into this name and the intention that Lucidia brings to what you are doing, I think is extremely important. And I, so if you could share that, that would be awesome.
1: Yeah, I, um, I did not want Stiller Consulting or something, you know, I just didn't want any of that. I wanted it to be different. And Lucidia is Latin for brightest star in the constellation or brilliance. And I just thought that was spot on what we needed to be our organization in our engineering. And I I loved the name. I spelled it incorrectly. I spelled it the French version of the Lucidia name. But I was like, you know what? Uh, Ben said to me, he goes, did anybody tell Amazon how to spell it? And I'm like, No. Let's go. Who cares? <laughs> I love it. <laughs> <laughs> it was a 3 a.m. in the morning kind of that's when we I I was up. I was like, I gotta think of something
0: good here. So anyway, that's that's what it means. I love the name. Your desire for success and for your your company's success speaks volumes with what you deliver to your employees, to your customers, and to your partners. I am sure that if I called up any one of your customers, any one of your employees or a partner, they would all tell me that you are as good as your name. And I think that's really important for women. I think women have to even earn it twice as hard as what men have to earn in order to be validated. Do you see that occurring as you continue to grow?
1: It's certainly very important to make sure that we deliver on what we say we can deliver and to deliver in excellence. That's very, very important. I don't know that. I I think it's sometimes I don't want it to be about what sex I am. I just want it to be excellence. And again, I've had a lot of even I've had a lot of men in my career that have really stood up for me, helped me along the way and hats off to them and hats off to the other women. It shouldn't be about what sex we are. It should only be about the person we are. For Lucidity, it's about delivering excellence. I don't think I've really, if I have experienced it, I didn't notice it. The only thing that I did experience was with the whole credit line. I thought, it's very interesting.
0: I was dumbfounded at that. So then now that you're moving on to the next phase of Lucidia, which congratulations on your federal, I think that's awesome. What do you think has been your greatest achievement? Because you've already expanded, which is incredible.
1: When we share the numbers that we've experienced in the little time that we've been in business, people are dumbfounded there is a statistic about women organizations about the number of them that are actually over a million dollars in revenue. And it's, it's not a high number. So I just want to keep going. I want to, I love seeing the team be successful. I love seeing the individuals being successful. I love the fact that we've got customers today that I don't even know. I mean, I personally do not know. In the beginning, I knew all of the customers personally. But today, that's not the case. And it's fun. It's fun. And it's fun to watch this grow.
0: That is awesome. Well, you can say hello to all of them right here. You can forward them. So as we start to wrap things up, lucidia is doing awesome you're doing awesome hate to use that word it seems to be so overused but in this case i think it is very valid what are things that you like to do in your spare time when when you're not living breathing lucidia
1: spend time with my family and travel i love
0: to travel you're going to be a grandmother soon
1: yes any day
0: yay well you'll you'll find out that that is that is there's nothing better than that so I think it's awesome that you're gonna be a grandmother I'm gonna be a Um, okay (laughs) you're gonna be a Gigi. that's right yeah just like I'm a mia we don't we don't go for the the long word of grandmother I'm with you I'm totally with you all right so real quick we're gonna do quick light lightning round is one of my favorite things Okay. okay okay all right so beach or mountains Mountains. Fall or spring? Fall. Winter or summer?
1: Oh, That's a tough one. Uh, Winter.
0: Oh, good one. I thought I was the only one that would ever pick winter. Okay. Rock and roll or country? Uh, Rock. Would you rather drive or fly?
1: Lately, drive.
0: Yeah, that's a good... <laughs> for more than
1: one reason, but
0: drive. <laughs> and then, living in the state of Indiana, would you take basketball or football? Football. And then coffee or tea? Tea. I knew I loved you for a reason. We're both <laughs> solid tea drinkers. All right. Thank you, Janet, so much for this great conversation. I wish you, Lucidia, your whole team, your family, nothing but great success. I'm so excited to get to share with lots of people um, what it is you are doing. If you need a great IT engineering company um, to help you, make sure you go to lucidiait.com. Janet and her team will be there to support you all the way. Thank you, Janet, very much.
1: Thank you so much, Amy. What a pleasure. What an honor. Thank you so much. It's been
0: fun. Yeah. And I'm, so, you know, I probably should make sure everybody knows Janet is my first guest. And picking that first guest to me was really important. Um, and this is a woman who has taken the leap of faith, trusted her gut. And partnered with a great group of individuals for success. And I think that is that is the takeaway from this. Put your blinders on, focus, and you really can do anything that you put your mind to it. Because that's what Janet has done. So I am raising a glass to you, Janet and the whole Lucidity IT team. You guys are just the real success story. And I hope everybody can hear that. And make sure you go visit our website. Thank you so much. Appreciate it. Thank you for joining me today. I don't know about you, but I sure am grateful for the opportunity to listen and learn from such great women. So if you enjoyed yourself as much as I did, please feel free to share Braveful Podcast with your friends and colleagues, as well as please subscribe to Braveful on your favorite podcast apps. Have the best day ever. And until next time, be braveful.